jazz really is. A two, five, one, look at I reel. Just a two, five, one, another two, five, one. Holy shit, another two, five, one. Oh my god, another two, five, one. All jazz really is. A two, five, one, look at I reel. Shitty, comping shitty, my comping is shitty, holy fuck, ba-da-da-da-da. Alright, that was my rendition of Giant Steps by John Coltrane. I think with this, uh, the inspiration was kind of outlining the music theory aspect of the song. For um, those who don't know how jazz works, um... And yeah, everything's just a two-five-one in that in in jazz. And you do if you look at iReal, that's part of the lyrics. If you look at iReal, everything is a two-five-one, except for when it's not, except for when it's the exact opposite of a two-five-one, like inner urge. That's not a two-five-one. That's just modal, purely modal. So anyway. Let's get this podcast started. Hey, John. I see you got the scones. Maybe you can take me to the scone zone later. All right. So basically what's happening in my life currently is uh, just one singular effort, which is to, um, you know, pass all my classes. It's the end of the semester, and I'm just trying to land the plane it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride you know flying into burbank but it always is especially if you're flying southwest because they already are are very bad at landing um and burbank airport is a particularly hard airport to land in the runway is um a lot shorter than a usual airport probably being that it's in the center of Burbank um they kind of squeezed it in North Hollywood um I've been meditating recently and it's been very helpful I've uh I got this app called Waking Up which is an app by Sam Harris who you might know um if if you're into meditation and probably some sort of Buddhism. I'm not really familiar with Sam Harris, but I just the app was recommended to me. I've heard his name before, so yeah. That's um, something I'm getting into. And I'd like to... Uh, research what he's all about maybe have him on the podcast you know like hey sam harris i have a podcast that has four viewers on it you don't know who the fuck i am um would you like to for free spend um a couple hours of your time talking to me and he would probably be like sorry what 
because I'd be screaming this from the uh, other side of a street that I would see him at. I don't even know what he looks like, but uh, that would be something that I would do. That's totally something I would do. I, I, I yell at people from uh, long distances away, or at least I used to. I uh, found out very quickly that that's not uh, exactly socially acceptable. Um, it's not necessarily a appropriate thing to do to uh, just continue to yell louder and louder at a person as they're walking away from you, especially when what you're saying has no value. Like, I remember um, I was in Boston for uh, about three months, a three-month period of my life, and I had just seen Born of Osiris, and um, I was really stoked. They were they played in New York, so I took a train down to see them, and yeah, it was it was a interesting show. Um, then I went back up to Boston, and I was telling my friend all about it, and he was like, "Hey man, I gotta go, gotta go walk to class," and I just thought it would be funny to continue to talk to him about it. And continue to increase the volume of my voice. Which I found out is not the uh, the move. You know? But, um, yeah. There's not a huge metal community at CalArts. Like, at all. Um, at least, you know, the... the the progressive gent community doesn't really exist at CalArts. Um, you know, I, I've I've had this first experience where like I'll try to like work with someone and I'll be like, hey man, you want to play some like gent? And they're like, uh, no, I play math rock and jazz. Fucking, you know, I don't play double kicks. I'm just like, oh okay. That's cool. I guess I'll continue on my aimless search for musicians to play with. I mean, I'm not worried. You know, because I think I've evolved as a musician since being in L.A. Um, you know, things have gotten to a point where I just want to be creative in an environment where there are multiple creatives which is what LA is. It is a creative hub. Lots of cross-pollination between different uh, practices and disciplines. So that's fun. Um, yeah, and I, you know, once I graduate, I hope to build upon what I've done so far as a musician. And uh, that's going to be something that I uh, really, I'm really looking forward to. So anyway, that's all about my life. Here's my guest. Just kidding. There is no guest on this episode. I can't find anyone to be on the Scone Zone. 
which is a bummer. You know, I'd, I'd like people on. But at the same time, you know, I just made a Facebook post about wanting people to be on this uh, podcast. And, you know, the, the, the seed is planted, let's just say. And um, if you're listening to this, I will talk to anyone about anything. I do not care. I just want to do, I just want a podcast because it's, it's like a fun hobby for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's funny. I think this is definitely inspired by the pan, pan, pandemic, um, this whole podcasting thing. Uh, you know, several hours of isolation kind of tend to drive you crazy after a while. So that starts to be a thing where um, you got to explore new avenues. I, I made, I don't know how to explain this, but I had a situation where I was in class and I was giving a presentation and I felt like I was in high school again. Because in high school, there was this one time when we were giving presentations in a speech class. And everyone had had, you know, done their research, put together these elaborate presentations. And I had, I had done jack shit. So the, the teacher called on me. And I got up in front of the class. And I think the... Um, the prompt was to create a product and sell it. So I kind of was up there for a couple seconds and I was just looking around at my classmates and uh, I reached into my pocket and pulled out a pen and I said, this pen is my product and it'll rock your fucking world. This, uh, this pen has supernatural powers. It'll give you the ability to write whatever you want. It'll ghostwrite for you. And I got an A. And this one of my classmates, she turned to me and she was like, she was very upset that this is, you know, that I'd gotten such a good grade because she got apparently a worse grade than I did. She was like, oh, I wish I could just bullshit a fucking presentation and then have a good grade. And I was like, well, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, so fast forward back to about a week ago, I did kind of a similar thing where I just, I had you know, I, I just ran out of time. I was procrastinating and I ran out of time to, to put the presentation together and it just became this kind of steaming pile of shit. And, uh, it, it didn't feel great. I mean, I sold it, you know, I, I got up and I was confidently presenting the material, but it felt like I hadn't progressed from that, you know, 16, 17 year old version of me. 
um, as a high school student, and now I'm an upperclassman at a college in my undergrad. So it gave me some things to think about. You know, gave me some things to think about. But I realized that uh, there's a pattern in my life that definitely has to do with my mental illness. And I realized just how dysfunctional my mental illness makes me. I think, and I'm at the point where I think it's not productive to pretend that it isn't there. I don't think it's helpful. You know, I think I have to acknowledge basically on a daily basis that I have um, bipolar and my brain chemistry is very fucked up. You know, my dopamine levels do not behave like a normal person's dopamine levels, which sucks. Which that means that, you know, since I'm on this medication to prevent me from acting like Kanye West, um, I just am dull. I'm dulled, mentally dulled, which, you know, is good because compared to me not being mentally dulled where my behavior goes to, like, basically being a shameless person, (laughs) which, you know is not really good we need we need shame in our lives to uh to function because it, it's it's really all about your uh your care for other people you know you feel ashamed because you feel that you're you're dissatisfied with your effect on other people so when you're shameless that is non-existent and it leads you to some pretty uh, weird places. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I had a manic episode a couple years ago, and um, it just jeopardized a lot, and I'm glad that I got out of, you know, I took a medical leave of absence, and that was a good call. Because I was kind of jeopardizing my reputation at CalArts. Um, but I think I had a, I had the privilege of knowing that my brain is capable of that. So I knew what was going on. I think what's scary about bipolar and like having manic slash psychotic episodes is that the first time you don't know what's happening. You know? You're just like, oh, this is reality. You know, um, like all all the crazy delusions and things that come with uh, a psychotic episode. Um, and nowadays, like, so when I had my this was a couple years back, this was like probably my third manic phase. You know, where I went off meds and it just kind of blew up in my face um I was able to be like hey man you're not sleeping everyone around you is looking at you 
in horror based on what you're saying and doing. Um, so, or not horror, but like, it's worrisome the way you're acting, even though it feels like natural or what is, you know, it's all you know at that point. I don't know. I'm in a good place now. I read an article about how to manage your your life as a bipolar person. Um, I realized that routine is going to be the thing that I have to implement in my life and pay most attention to. I have to basically get rid of all the guesswork. But what comes with that is a reasonable expectation of yourself. You know, you got to like know what you're capable of in at this moment. You know, all you know, basically not pushing yourself too hard and then feeling like shit because you didn't meet your um unreasonable expectations. Um, you know, so, yeah, I wanted to, like, okay, so I'm 15 minutes into this, and I want to go longer, but it's really difficult to do so without bouncing off another person or another group of people. So I'm going to I'm going to continue going for a little bit longer or not. I mean, it, if I'm at the moment where I'm, I'm at the point where I'm even bringing this up, it looks like uh things aren't looking good as far as you know, more uh things to discuss in, you know, just by myself. Um Yeah, it's like dear diary. No. Um, I think this is a good stopping point. Um, if you've listened this far, thank you. Thank you for listening to me babble about my experience in this life. My life experience. My, uh, my stream of consciousness. Anyway, take care.